Tuesday, beautiful people. I'm Babs Rosa Ivy. Welcome to Love Babs Love Talk. If it's around nine o'clock, you got me. How's it going? Uh, it's still a little cool in the Elm. I think fall is squarely here because summer was like, bye, bitch. <laughs> summer, summer was like, I was here and now I'm not. <laughs> no ease into it. No long goodbye. No, you know what? We'll always have summer. No, summer was like, bye, bitch. <laughs> it's like, man, I had to, I had to throw a, um, a throw on last night because I was sitting on the porch. I was like, it really is chilly out here. <laughs> summer is like, bye, bitch. <laughs> I was like, okay, okay, fall. You are here. I accept you. <laughs> I accept you. So anyway, let me let me get into my let me get into my I'm I'm looking for least stump rant. So do you know he done sent another four-page email to the Long Wharf Theater berating them? <laughs> Some old mess about they owe him an apology. <laughs> now this fool that ran up on Kent at the gala and everybody was acting with some decorum except him. Even his wife and Andrew Gehring had to roll up on him and say, pull up, man, because you're going too far. Now, you know, when your wife who ride with you all the time with your foolishness say, it's time for you to pull up. So he feels like, I, now I haven't read the letter. I just got the message that there was this four page email, which is what he's been doing, right? It's like terror, terrorism mess. So Lee Stamp sends this four-page missive about, I, I, I don't know. Now, I, if I'm his wife, and I believe his wife is Abby Roth. I think that's her name. She was on the board with me at Common Ground, but we were like ships passing in the night. I don't know if I could get down with a man who be using my, my, my death benefits as leverage to, to, to terrorize an arts organization. I, I don't think it's his money. I think it's her money. Who is this guy? <laughs> and, and, why, and why is she cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs? I don't understand. Listen, maybe, that's, I, maybe she thinks that's the best she could do. I don't know. But he is, he is some piece of work. And if y'all know him, y'all tell him I'm looking for him. Tell, give me a call. Meet me at the coffee shop somewhere because i i just got to get a sense of what i you know what i don't even want to get a sense of what he's thinking because you know unlike michelle obama when they go high when they go low i go high no when they go low i come with the shovel <laughs> sometimes Sometimes you got to go to the floor with people. Not all the time, not 90% of the time. Sometimes you got to go to the floor. At least Lee Stump is one of them cats. He's not really worth it. He's like quick work. Because, you know, from where I come from, cats like this, you know, they just, they just bark it. He don't got no bite. He's just bark it. And any man that an auntie of somebody's will money, I, I, I don't understand. I don't understand what what his problem is. <laughs> I don't. I don't understand this whole scene. 
Like, you don't have nothing to do. Is this how you're spending your, are you retired? Is this how you want to spend your time terrorizing <laughs> over $250 that we return? $250. You know what you could do with that money? I got several organizations who will benefit greatly for two, for, from your $250. Hell, ain't you on the art space board? I know they could use a dollar. Come on now. What are you doing? And if, and if the Creative Arts Workshop Board votes you on, shame on them for, 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 for co-signing your foolishness. Shame on them. So I'm hoping, and I know, I know their, their board chair, she seems like a very reasonable, smart woman. And I'm hoping um, that someone has pressed upon her to like not let this clown on their board. I mean, he's just ridiculous. And at some point, I don't know what circle he runs in. Maybe somebody in, in the least stump circle will say, yo, man, <laughs> now you're just being ridiculous. You was already being ridiculous. Now you're super ridiculous. <laughs> Tell him I'm looking for him. Somebody out there listening to me this morning, y'all tell Lee Stump, I'm looking for him. Don't send me no damn email. Call me or say, meet me here and I'll meet you. Cause I gotta, I gotta get to, I gotta get this handle. I really do. Cause I, I'm, it's annoying to me. Not, not in a bothersome kind of way. It's annoying in a white supremacy way. It's, it's such a white supremacy move to think that you have that kind of power that you think by a bunch of emails, barraging people with a bunch of emails, day in and day out is going to do what? Make us say, oh, we want that $6 million. Your wife, when she died, going to leave us. We, we're not doing that. <laughs> Come on now. I know that fool does not think that that is some kind of bargaining chip, that his wife dies and they bequeath some money. Come on. Are you kidding me? You, you have got to be kidding me. Stop it. That sounds loony tunes. And if that's how you're getting down, what is your profession? What? I hope it's not attorney because you. I wouldn't want nobody like you as my representing me for nothing because you don't seem to have a full six pack. You just seem a little crazy. And I'm going to talk about you every single damn day until it gets back to you that I'm talking about you every single damn day because this is just and he's been doing this mess since i don't know last last year he started with these emails and then he started i guess meeting with people past board people and people sending these ridiculous little notes about well when joanne and paul newman i'm thinking to myself do they know how long joanne woolworth and paul newman have been dead <laughs> like what now <laughs> Oh my Lord, I just, the level of crazy is just astounding to me. So, and you know what, this is just white folks stuff. This is just white folks, white folks mess. It is, it's just white supremacy. And, and, and it's, and it's not even good white supremacy. It's mediocre white supremacy. They're not terrorizing nobody. I don't, I don't know why. I don't know how much time 
that man has to sit at his computer all day and 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 send long 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 emails and here's the thing Lisa ain't nobody got time for that I guess here's another thing when they come to us you know what we do they go in bin 13 anybody reading these emails you was wasting your time we read the first couple after that they're all the same I don't know if you're cutting and pasting I don't know what you're doing I know this stop it don't send another damn email. We just, you know, we just gonna make them public. Just put them out there. But you know, he's doing that too because he, 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 he writes the email, and then, um, and then I don't know, sends it to three thousand people. I don't know who does that, but that's what he's doing. So anyway. Uh, the keys are in my pocketbook in my room. So, so if y'all see Lee Stump, tell him I'm looking for him. Let me get on with it. Let me, let me, let me get on with my morning. So I just need to start. I will start every morning with that rant only because one, because it makes me feel good. Two, I know somebody is listening and is telling him um, that uh, I'm looking for him. <laughs> I'm looking for him. Diane Brown looking for him. You can run, but you can't hide, baby. Not in this arts town. I'm going to see you at something. I'm, I'm only sad that I didn't see you at the uh, International Festival of Arts and Ideas. Because let me tell you something. Woo-wee! I would have got into it with you. I would have definitely gotten into it with you. I would have gotten into it with you. Dazzling as I was, baby, I would have gotten into it with you. And dared you. And dared you and dared you that's see that's that's what that's what i mean people who think that they're bullies they know the right ones to run up on they know who to run up on because there was a whole bunch of us from long wharf theater he ran up on kit he ran up on me he didn't run up on ruby he didn't run up on a whole bunch of other people he knew what he was doing being a bully And, and 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 running up on women like that is a very dangerous thing it's very dangerous and it is conduct unbecoming a citizen. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know who you think you are that you think you can run up on women like that and be intimidating. I'm not going to be intimidating. You know why? Cause I stand five, eight and I'm about 290 pounds. So let me tell you something. You're not going to, it's going to take a lot to intimidate me. You, you and your wife together can't do it. So, and you can't over talk me. And you're not as loud as I am. Clearly, you are not as loud as I am. And you could never be as loud as I can get. So let me tell you something. I would have showed out with you. Swear to God I would have. Because I don't like that kind of behavior. I don't like men who pick on women. I don't like it. I do not like it. You got me. All right, we we. We, we could put it up with your little stupid emails, your little four, five, six-page emails, you know, and, and sending them out, CCing everybody across the country. And here's the thing. CCing 3,000 people all the time makes you look like you are out of your mind. And everybody is laughing. People coming to us laughing like, what is going on? Like, who is this guy? 
Why is he so stupid? Why is he being such an asshole? You know, and then we tell the story. And then when we say, we return this $250 donation. And the people go, what? <laughs> Let me tell you what you can do with that $250. Because I can give you, I can run you a list real quick. Boys and Girls Club, Greater New Haven. They could use it. Arts Council, Greater New Haven. We'll take your money. Art Space, you already on their board. And then to brag about how much money you have given to arts organization, I, I I don't I don't know I don't know what you get out of that. You give because you want to give. You give because you want you believe in what you do. Now you want you want us to keep points for you. You want to say, oh look how much look at me, look at me. I've given X amount of dollars. You you look like a punk. Sad. That's some sad mess right there. That you want to run down. How much money you've given over the years? I, you know what? There's some other work here. This is some other work. There's some other work here. I I, I think you hiding behind some stuff because I, I I I don't I don't know too many folks who would carry on this way unless they are just hiding stuff. So I don't I don't know what you into. I I don't know you. I don't know what you into. But this kind of behavior speaks to something else to me. You know, it just speaks to something else. I, I, it's becoming very clear. This speaks to something else. This level of tantrum and 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 ranting. Oh, this is something else. This is something else altogether. But you know, if y'all see Lee Stump, y'all tell him I'm looking for him. I'm around. Y'all know how to find me. I'm always at something or other. Tell him. Tell him. Tell tell him I'm looking for him. So, anyway, tonight I'm gonna go see um um Woman King at the uh, criterion so we're gonna roll up i'm gonna catch the like the 330 show because it's a two hour long movie i figure if i catch a nine o'clock show that's not gonna bode well for me <laughs> plus i can, i got other work to do <laughs> I, I, I got work to do i got work baby i got a job baby yeah, I got work to do. So I can't I can't play around. <laughs> I got work to do. So um let me tell you, I I I've been running down the news this morning. I'm, there's way too much crazy in the world. And I and I and it's not it's not a high, it's not more crazy. I think I think what I want to say is we have access to news around the clock. So so crazy has always been happening. We just not have had access to it. So I guess some kid in Russia walked into a classroom, a swastika up kid, which just seems weird in that part of the world. Um, Cause I, I thought we ran the gamut on swastika stuff here in America. But he walked into a classroom, killed up, killed 17 kids or something like that. In the classroom, I don't, I don't know if they, I don't know if they have a gun problem in Russia. I didn't think citizens could own guns. But I think when Harry and I talked about this yesterday, I think he, he had one of these other kinds of things um, and tricked it out into a gun. Because, you know, you could, you, you could download anything off the internet. You can learn how to do anything. And now that libraries have 3D printers all over the daggone place, you could just go print you what you want. I don't think, you, I, I know you can't print guns out here because it's illegal, but 
you know, who's to say somebody got an underground 3D printer? I, I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, so that was that. That's a little stunning. And then all, <laughs> and then all the all the people who are in Russia who are leaving Russia, like they are packing overnight bags and out. And they're trying to go anywhere where they don't need a whole lot of papers. You know what I mean? Like they don't need a whole lot of, you know, they, they could just cross the border border without any problems. Um, but now they're leaving. I mean, people are leaving in mass. I don't know what, I don't know who's going to be left in Russia to fight anything. So, uh, and then there, and then there's people protesting in the streets. So I don't even know if they have enough army to arrest the people who are running and arrest the people who are protesting. I mean, they got like, I mean, the other day they locked up about 1,300 people. <laughs> Pull in. I, bruh, I don't know what you are doing. <laughs> this is a war you can't win. You start, you started this, and these people, what you what you didn't count on, this is what Putin didn't count on. And I, and most dictators don't. They don't think about resiliency and um and and a and a and a unlimited wealth of courage and outrage these people were not going to walk away from their homeland they've been free from y'all for over a decade they were not going they are not going back to under your rule they just these people are not and if they have to fight to their death they have already shown you that that's what they're going to do. They're going to fight to the death. They're not going to give up. They're not going to go quietly into that good night. And the more that you 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 try to press through this, you try to you try to get your parliament to to um, annex, and that's against international law. I, I mean, what what? How far? How long do you think you could go? And and you're seventy something years old. You really want to spend your last days on earth fighting some old foolishness that makes no sense to nobody and is not giving you the results that you hope for. You know what the definition of insanity is? I mean, do they have that definition in Russian? I mean, I'm going to look that up. Somebody translate that and put a little note under the door. Because I, I don't understand this mess. Like these people are not going to quit. They're not going to turn over their country. One day they sitting with lattes and their kids and strollers, walking their dogs, enjoying their best lives. And the next day you invade them and you think they're just going to be like, thank you. Are you kidding me? You see these little old ladies shooting drones from the balconies. I, you got to be kidding me. Uh-uh. They're not, I don't care. This is worth fighting for. This is worth fighting for. So that's in Russia. Now I wake up to Italy. <laughs> they vote in their first woman prime minister who is a fascist. <laughs> this chick hates everybody. <laughs> She's she, like dictators are want to do. They don't want same-sex marriage. They're blaming immigrants for the problems. They, they don't want same-sex couples adopting children because they believe they're the ruin of the family. The reason why families are not strong in Italy is because of the gays. You, you really think that? 
<laughs> you think, you really think that the family structure in Italy is crumbling because of gays? Girl, are you out of your mind? But that's the kind of stuff, I don't think she believes that, but that's the kind of stuff that you put out there that gets you elected because everybody's disgruntled. They're unhappy. I'm seeing so many immigrants take our jobs. No, you're not. You see a lot of immigrants. They're not taking your jobs. Because if you stop the flow of immigrants, who is going to run your country? Who is going to be the backbone of your economy? These Italians are stupid. And, the, and this woman is even, she just, and she's the leader of the stupid. I, I don't care. She is the leader of the stupid. And the fact that they elected this far right wing nuthead, you know, and then wait, there's some party over there that's got Mussolini's grand, great granddaughter in it. Nobody should be saying the word Mussolini. Are they, they, do they, have they forgotten El Duce? Have they forgotten all of that history? Have they forgotten how Mussolini aligned himself with Hitler? And that's how war, you know what? This is the problem with people with these short memories and no real understanding of history. You think that immigrants and gay couples is the bane of your existence? Not, not organized crime, corruption, and 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 and, and payola. That that's not it. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh no. It's the gay couple in the very nice house with the beautifully manic manicured lawn and the nice clothes and the and the great parties. Those are the ones that are ruining your country. Not organized crime. Not grifting. Not okay. All right. Okay. Uh uh fascist prime minister <laughs> she even she even uses the language of fascists she uses it fatherland come girl we know these dog whistle phrases i guess we'll see how long this lasts but that's just you know okay we'll see lest they forget how the pandemic damn near ruined their whole country, but our, but it's the gays <laughs> and, and the immigrants. <laughs> now people are nervous and afraid because that's what they want. But you know what? This is what I want people to do. If you find yourself in a country that starts to go down this path and you feel like you want to fight, and I understand the fighting, everybody should just pack up and leave and see what happens. Let them go down, let history, let history repeat itself. And then when it's all over, go back and help build. Because I, I, I just, it's, it's a dangerous time. And we know what dangerous times. I'm not, I'm, this is not running. I'm suggesting these are dangerous times and they don't have any problems wholesale killing people for their own foolishness for their own foolishness. So, I, so you know, that, so now we got one more dictator in the world. Okay. 
But, you know, you're a woman, so you're not going to really be accepted amongst the dictators because, you know, they hate women. <laughs> High five to those women in Iran taking off the jabs and burning them and cutting their hair. These men got to be brought to heel. I'm not kidding you. They have got to be brought to heel. This, this notion of a right way to wear a hijab, and if it's not the right way, I'm just going to kill you. And I'm thinking, you're going to kill all the women in your country. You, you know women are the givers of life. I, women are the givers of life. So if you, if you keep this honor mercy killing up, you're not going to have any women left. To, to procreate. You're just not. You're just not. I, I don't know what the, I don't know what these Iranian men in, in leadership and on the streets and in families, I don't know what they're doing. I don't know why they have such hatred of women. And this is real hatred of women. Because you know, you hate the very thing that brought you forth. I don't I don't understand that. You how you thought you got here? <laughs> I, I don't know how you thought you got here. That you hate women so much, the women, the people who give you life, who bring who bring forth life. Men can't have children. Women have the ability to have children, and evolution-wise, they can um, uh, um, over a period of time could, if necessary, procreate ourselves. Just saying. <sighs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So we got Putin over there in Russia. We got the crazy woman in Italy, newly created crazy woman in Italy. Some, there's another new woman somewhere. Oh, uh, the UK has a new prime minister. I, I, I haven't heard too much about her yet. She's new. So I'm sure uh, I'll wait for the I'll, I'll wait for the um, the intel. <laughs> we'll figure out what what she's about if she's a if she's cuckoo for cocoa puffs, you know. And to top it all off, we went straight sci-fi yesterday. We we uh, we shot an arrow in the air <laughs> in the form of a rocket, and uh, and. Uh, and I believe we we hit a meteor because it was uh it was coming our way. You know, not not like today, but uh it was uh it was coming our way. So it uh so NASA, the dart mission successfully slams into the asteroid. Okay. So um, it, it smashed into it, and I, it was a thing to behold right out of Hollywood. So thank God for these movies that give us guidance. <laughs> so I think it smashed into uh, uh, Demorphos at 714. Um, and, uh, and then at that point, it'll stop transmitting images because, you know, it crashed. Um, so, so I guess the point was to just try to break it up and keep it from, uh, going on this trajectory to hit us and, you know, in the world. Oh, well, 
So uh, that's pretty badass, you know, at least move it out of its orbit. So I guess we'll find out the results of how well it did with knocking that thing off course and doing all the things. So anyway, I, I am fascinated by space and space exploration. And, uh, and this was a big deal. And we've never done anything like this before. So I am, uh, uh, I am in awe. I don't know if it worked, but at least we got another, another tool in our arsenal. So I'm just saying. <laughs> it's, it's a lot going on, boys and girls. <laughs> there is a lot going on. Oh, my heavens. I didn't even get to the local news. I don't even know what's happening. I don't even, I, you know, I've been going to bed. Last night I fell asleep. I never fall asleep with my uh, television on, but I did last night because my goal was just to lay down a little bit. And, uh, oh, high five New Haven Independent for putting the gala celebrates the 202 years of the Dixwood UCC. Man, I heard that. Is that gala still going on? It started at 11. People didn't walk out of there at 3.30. There is no way in God's green earth that I would have endured that. But congratulations. <laughs> That's why you, let me tell you something. I knew better. You cannot get in a room full of church folk. You can't do it. There's too many preachers, too many preachers. And it, it, it was long. Uh, I, God bless them. I guess they had to make up for Get it all 202 years in. Whew. 11 o'clock to three something. Nope. That is not a luncheon. That's work. <laughs> People should have just pulled out their, their laptops and did some work because that is some work. But high five to, uh, to um, UCC and uh, congratulations on 202 years of strength and unity and service um, in the name of uh, God. So even though I joke and I do joke, <laughs> uh, yes, high five to them for their celebratory, for their celebration. I saw the UCC, art, the Dixwell Congregational UCC artifacts at the Beinecke a couple of weeks ago. And uh, it was impressive at the, that, that in the way that folks knew uh, that to save records was important for the future, even though they didn't know what the future would be, that they saved documents and artifacts the way that they did and preserved them in such a way that we could gaze upon them and study them now. So high, high five to Dixwell Congregational Church in that brutalist building that sits in the middle of Dixwell Avenue. High five um, to them. So anyway, hey, uh, crime is down 2.8%. So I guess nobody can run on that. I guess nobody can run on, we're, we're in danger. <laughs> I guess nobody can run that line anymore. Well, not for, not in this moment, you know, because you know, you know, the Republicans love to say that our cities are 
when they say cities, they mean New Haven, Bridgeport, New London, and Hartford are overrun with crime <laughs> and, and good theater. <laughs> so much crime and, and good theater. <laughs> I'm just saying. They love, they love to, they love to uh they love to go. I don't know what it is about crime statistics that make people, particularly white Republican people, get excited. I I don't I don't know I don't I don't know what that is for them that they want to think the cities are overrun with criminals and debauchery and I don't I, I don't I don't know what that's about. <laughs> because I'm gonna tell you something. If you want a good time, you come into the city. I mean, that's any city in the world. There's, there's no, there's nothing fun happening in hamlets and towns and stuff, you know, unless they're adjacent to cities. So this whole notion of, oh, I can't go in the city because it's dangerous. <laughs> you know how much crime is committed in the suburbs? All the serial killing that goes on. And <laughs> killing of spouses and families, all that that goes on in suburban, and then people come outside when they talk to the press. I, I just cannot believe something like that happened in Sleepy Sleepyhead Town. <laughs> I'm like, it always happens in Sleepyhead Town. What are you talking about? Ah, uh, anyway. So yes, uh, crime is down 2.8%. So nobody's going to use that in their little ad campaign. And by nobody, I mean white Republicans are not going to use it. There's nothing to use, you know, unless they say, oh, we should get we should get it down, reduce 25% or what, whatever it is. Some arbitrary number that makes no sense, but sounds good. Lord have mercy, these people. I'm, you know what? Let me tell you something else too. I don't understand any of these ads on television right now. These political ads, they make no sense to me. But I, I would imagine people who don't follow, follow politics are the people who whine about, hey, hey, politics. This is why I don't get involved because I can't, can't, can't. I, listen, I, I'm listening to all the ads and, and I don't. some of these ads are by people who are not affiliated with the campaign, but they have their own little, whatever it is, packs. I don't know, whatever. Their own little groups of people, you know, Americans for anti-toothpaste. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, we are the let, uh, Americans for good governing, stupid stuff like that. So I'm listening to all the ads and they're, and they're all, they're, they're, not, they're not promoting their candidates. Because I, I think the strategy is this. Let me put out some hate material on the, the sitting candidates so that people will be like, well, what's the, when they get to the ballot, what's the alternative? And because they know they don't want to vote for what they've been fed a steady diet of the anti-candidate. I, I don't know. I could be wrong. I don't, I don't understand it because I, I hear the jo Johanna Haynes ads, but they don't, they don't offer up nobody in her place. So I'm thinking, well, well, what do they want? They don't want people to vote at all. Like I'm trying to understand what the message is, because usually I'm thinking if you if you have a better candidate or you think you have a better candidate, you would showcase them and say, 
I think this is the better candidate. This is why. No, these ads are the sitting the sitting folks that hold these seats are are no good. But you never really get a sense of what that is. Like I saw the little ad for Johanna Haynes with the white women saying, um, "Oh, I think if she thinks that she she you know she's doing a good job, she's not doing a good job because I can tell you she is mistaken." But I, but I never get what she's mistaken about. <laughs> I was like, okay, well, I, I'm, I'm trying to understand why they won't vote for her. I don't get it. So are you saying you're not voting for her because your situation is such and you think that she played a part in your situation or she played a part in the overall situation? I'm just trying to understand these ads. I'm a reasonably intelligent person, reasonably. And, and that's debatable, but and I, I'm listening to the ones on on Lamont and oh, he's a liar. And I'm, he said he wasn't going to raise taxes and blah blah blah. I'm thinking to myself, okay, but taxes is the tool we have for the allocation of resources back into our coffers so that we could do some things. You know, so we could get our roads fixed. We could take care of our education system. We could do all the things. And I know people think that taxes are really, really high. They, they are. But until you holler about tax reform, property tax reform, I, you're just doing a dessert. You're misleading people. That's the, that's the problem that I have. The misleading information, you know, they, they, they find a hint of truth and then they build a whole false narrative around it and people who don't got good sense, no way, and who are, you know, you know, or tired and just don't follow politics and just get annoyed by it, but will follow the Kardashians all damn day and, and all these ridiculous reality shows all day and can, can recite chapter and verse, you know, all the words to these ridiculous asinine songs. But I digress. Um, it, it is, it's just, you know, a steady diet of foolishness. So I don't know. I just, I just hear these ads and I just find them just, I, they need to be regulated or something. Cause I just, I was like, who's putting this out here? Like, this just sounds, it just sounds crazy to me. Like, I, I want to hear, I guess, because I'm an, I'm, I'm a relatively intelligent thinking person. I, I, I want a good debate. You know, my, my friend, Jill Zaman in, in Ohio, runs uh she chairs she heads the uh, she's the director of the the, the debate commission and, uh, and you know ohio politics are at best trash so the republican people out there and, and they're white you know they they don't want to have a debate and the democrats half-assed don't want to have a debate either but if the Republicans don't want to debate, they want to take the time to just say whatever they want to say about whatever. So I had to tell my girlfriend, I said, remind people the importance of debating and why it's important and why it's healthy and why it's necessary. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you don't do that, I don't, I don't know what chance we have of getting debates back on. And, you know, what I think of debate is not, not the debate that we see now, this foolishness. You know, the debate we see now is like a pageant. Do you know what I mean? It's like the it's like the last leg of the Miss America pageant, right? It's like the last leg of that. 
where they stand up there and you toss them some fluff questions. Well, what do you like on your cereal? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, not real debate. <laughs> it's just, it's just, you know, it's fluff questions. That's why I, I, I just, I just find it all ridiculous. But anyway, so I guess um, she has a, she had a very popular blog some years ago. That's how I know we were bloggers. And um, um, and uh, she writes like she talks. And uh, so she, they, they found some of the stuff. She had voted for some candidate, put some money in some candidate's hand. And she was like, it's not a secret. Like, you know, I, my money goes where it goes. But anyway, the Fox News people got wind of it and wrote this whole thing about her. Not, not, not about why these clowns don't want to debate. They don't want to debate because they're not smart. They're not bright. And they can't get away with these one-liners, right? These sound bites. You have to actually do some homework and research and come with some truth when you have a debate. That's why, that's why people shy away from it. And that's why they look the way they look. You just, it's just now, it's just the end of a pageant. You know, you throw them some fluff questions and, and they answer it. But what do you think of, what do you think of what Putin was wearing when he, you know, walked, started this war of the Ukraine? You know, asinine questions like that, that make no sense to nobody, you know. And then, uh, you know, and then they answer just as ridiculously as they are asked, you know. So, um, so she's she's writing an op-ed piece for. Um, she's writing an op-ed op-ed piece to to really address why debate is necessary, and uh, and why it is important to our democracy. I mean, can you imagine if we actually did debate? People could really, 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 really lay out what they are saying and talking about instead of all this lip gloss foolishness that we have gotten over the last 30 years. It's just amazing to me. It's just amazing to me. So anyway, let me, let me take a moment and say happy Rosh Hashanah to my Jewish brothers and sisters as they are moving through the high holidays and uh, as they're moving through the high holidays and getting ready uh, for all the things. So um, but yeah, may, may this new year be sweet. I'm having lunch with my good friend, Bobby Miller, who is Jill's mom. So I'm having lunch with her at, um, um, the, the cats. You know why I like to go to cats? Because I could get those daggone Hebrew hot dogs with sauerkraut and mustard. And I'm going to have those baked. They do a damn good baked bean. And uh, that's what I'm gonna have. And then they put all the good pickling stuff on the table. <laughs> but I really love sauerkraut. And I love the sauerkraut on a hot dog. This is my hot dog right here. It's little mustard, yellow mustard. It has to be yellow mustard. Sauerkraut, maybe some onions because I do like onions and that's it. That's how I like my hot dog. I don't like ketchup. Ketchup is sugar. I don't mind sugar on my French fries, but I don't like it on my hot dog. But if I'm someplace where they don't have um, um, sauerkraut, then what I'll do is I'll make a mix of a little bit of ketchup 
and a whole lot of mustard on my hot dog. This has nothing to do with the beating, but this is how I like it. I'm just telling you what I'm doing for lunch. I'm so excited um, because I like hot dogs. I won't buy hot dogs because, you know, you can't even just buy one hot dog in the house. You have to buy a whole pack. And first of all, processed meat like that is terrible for you. <laughs> it's, it's one of the seven deadly sins. <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not going to eat any of that stuff. I'm not eating any of that. But uh, so, yeah, so we're going to Cats for lunch. We had ketchup. She's got news. So and I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, chatting with her because I haven't seen her in a minute. Um, and we try to we try to get together once a month um, lately, though, because she's been traveling and seeing grandkids and kids. And so it's been like once every couple of months, which is fine. But now we're coming up on the high holidays and the weather's going to be changing soon. And, uh, you know, that kind of thing. So. So, yeah, so that's my lunch date. And then um, Ife and I are going to the movies to see uh, The Woman King at the Criterion, you know, uh, tonight. Because this is, my, my time is, is starting to really get hemmed up. Because this class, uh, the Access to Law program, is quite intensive. Quite. And I've got two writing things that I've got to do this week. And last night I was in the mood to do not none of it. I sat on the porch, I smoked a, a cigar and drank some um, um, rum, so some St. Lucian rum and, uh, and had Burger King. <laughs> and I know I should have used that time way more wisely, but I was like, I could, I could feel already that my time is, uh, is shifting. My time is shifting. My time is shifting. And, uh, and I just wanted to get in a little time on the porch while I still have a little control over, you know, my time. So, and I'm not, this is not a complaint. I'm not complaining. I, I am happily choosing this path. I am choosing this path and I'm, I'm going to go down it. But I also know that uh, I got to, uh, you know, batten down these hatches. And there's a lot I want to do. And, and October is my new year. So, so I'm slowly, 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 gently drifting into um, um, a less social uh, life for October uh, in a more relaxed, um, contemplative, work on my stuff mode, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and it's been a run, you know, from, from the summer, from the arts and ideas to, uh, to all the galas and then you know the capstone will be uh the capstone for me will be the arts council awards um, that's coming up in december of course i'll be at the symphony the symphony starts up i'm excited uh, they've got a great uh lineup this year and i'm excited to see all the stuff um they've got a concert coming up uh, that i'm so interested in uh, that's got a lot of moving parts to it, it has um, it's a, I believe it's a tribute to Langston Hughes. I mean, uh, damn, not Langston Hughes. <laughs> I got all the great writers uh, on my mind. And uh, James Baldwin, a tribute to James Baldwin um, by Joel. Uh, and I had Joel on the show. So him and Alistair are coming back um, sometime in October before the, the, the show um, debuts. Um, so 
I am uh, I'm looking forward uh, to the symphony this year. They've got a they've got a uh, yes, it's awakening. It's awaken the sleeper. It's opening night, October twenty third. So it's going to be at Lyman, and uh, and I'm I'm so I'm so looking forward to it. So it's October 23rd at three o'clock. Awaken the Sleeper, which is opening night. And you know, opening night is at Lyman, the Lyman Performing Arts Center. So the New Haven Symphony Orchestra's uh, residency at SCSU, Southern Connecticut State University opens uh, with Alistair Neal conducting two powerful works, offering a meditation and an action for the challenges of our most current times. The composer in residence, uh, Joel Thompson, narrates the New England premiere of his setting of text by iconic author James Baldwin in To Awaken the Sleeper and the New Haven Symphony Orchestra plays um, Shostakovich Ode to Musical Resistance with Symphony Number no. 11, the year 1905. So, so, so I, 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 this young man, Joel Thompson is such a talented guy. Um, that I am just excited uh, to, to, I saw his work, um, we saw his work this, this snowy day um, last year. It was such a beautiful piece of work. Um, and so I can't wait to see what he does uh, with this, this. And it's going to be really, really good. So, so I'm going, I hope friends of mine go too um, and uh, take in this wonderful uh Opportunity to experience this wonderful, wonderful music. And then they've got um, Unforgettable, the music of Nat King Cole, which is October 8th and 9th. It's going to be at Hamden and Shelton. Uh, and I, I actually like going to these concerts. I'm not gone to Shelton because that's too much of a hike, particularly when I could just go Hamden. And uh, and it's at the middle school. And the middle, the Hamden middle, middle School has a wonderful performing, performance stage and wonderful seating. So... So I'll be there for that. Uh, I think, uh, oh Lord, uh, I think Andrew wants to go to the Brahms and the Rachmaninoff. It's it's their gala. Ooh, so that's November 11th. Okay. <laughs> Is this a dress up? I got to dress up. Uh, listen, I'm not complaining. I love to dress up. It's the, con the concert's at 7.30. Um, and they're going to be playing... Um, um, from Johann Brahms, Symphony Number no. Two, uh, Sergei Rachmaninoff, uh, Piano Concerto Number no. Two, and Samuel uh, Coleridge Taylor, the Ballad. So uh, that's going to be wonderful. Joyce Yang is the piano soloist, and uh, they're going to have a pre-concert gala. So it'll be fun. So five o'clock. I didn't know they had a ballroom. I'd go just to see the ballroom. That's how I am, though. I'll go to stuff just so I can see the space. And then uh, you go to that, and then you go sit down and listen to some music. Yeah, that might be that might be fun to do that. But anyway, that's the New Haven Symphony Orchestra. I'll talk about the uh, Schubert tomorrow, and I'll talk about the Long Wharf, too. Uh, all, the th all the things that's coming up. So, because, um, you know, this is, it's, it's, uh, it's this, this time of year is not as heady as it is in the summer. But you know, it's still it's still a little movement, still a little glamour, still, you know, I, I want to go to all the things. So I will see about that. I need a new gown. I want something shimmery. 
but I, I can't do anything because I got to pay for, um, I got to pay for Morocco. <laughs> I have to pay for Morocco. And I cannot play around. So there's that part. There's that part. There's that part. So, um, but yeah, so I'll keep everybody posted on what's going on and what's happening. Um, you know, the night market is coming. The New Haven night market is coming. Um, Long Wharf Theater is having a, a block party uh, because we are, you know, we're leaving the Long Wharf Theater space on Sargent Drive and we are becoming itinerant, but our offices are going to be over in the arts community in Audubon. So they're renting space over there and uh, I couldn't be more delighted to have them neighbors to the Arts Council. So that shall be a, a wonderful, a wonderful opportunity for them and for us and for all the arts serving organizations in the Audubon space. So it's gonna be a block party over there. We're gonna turn it up and, uh, and I think it'll be good. I think it'll be a lot of fun. I think people will enjoy it. And uh, I think we got two, two days going. We're saying goodbye and then we're saying hello. So we're saying goodbye to the, to the theater space on, on Sargent uh, at the terminal and saying hello uh, to our new neighborhood for, for uh, where our administrative offices will be. And then uh, and we'll let you know where we're going to be offering up some performances, which will be exciting and, uh, and wonderful. And, uh, you know, just, just the right sort of thing for an itinerant, itinerant uh, theater group to have. And, and, you know, New Haven is, is a place of opportunity and magic, and uh, we're going to make it. We're going to be all right, and we're going to be all right. So that's the fall, y'all. That is the fall. That is the fall. Da, 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 da. So um, we're going to have the call letters. I do not have a guest today at 10 o'clock. Um, I've had guests for the last couple of days. I don't have one today. Um, I do have a guest tomorrow. I'm looking forward and delighted to talking to, to Jeanette Sykes. She's going to come and fill us, fill us in on what is happening in Newhallville with the App Foundation and their, and their what, whatever they're doing, moving in or moving out. Um, and I think the, the community would like them to move out, not move in at all. Um, you know, they're just, not, they're just not good stewards of their properties. I mean, they just make Congress Avenue look like uh, it's just terrible. It's just terrible. And I think if they were good neighbors, people would like, okay, but they're just, this not good neighbors. They don't take care of their properties. It's just, they don't take care of the outside part. They act as though they don't have any, no, no, no command of, of how people experience their outside spaces. I, I just don't believe that. It's just not true. They just they just don't have the will to do it. So anyway, so anyway, Jeanette Sykes comes on tomorrow. So uh, we're gonna have the call letters. I'm gonna take a break, and uh, I don't know who's who is manning the That's hub. from New Haven, there Connecticut, we go. and you're listening to WNHHLP 103.5 FM, streaming live at NewHavenIndependent.org. I've been feeling really sick and found out I tested positive for COVID. Are you vaccinated? No, I feel like everyone is bound to get it at some point anyways. I had COVID, 
but since I'm vaccinated, I didn't experience any symptoms. When you're feeling better, I would consider getting the vaccine to protect yourself and others. The COVID-19 vaccine is safe and effective, and it improves people's lives. Thanks to this vaccine, there is less spread and fewer symptoms reported by those who get infected. Now everyone over the age of six months can get it, and no appointment is necessary. Find out more at nhvvax.com, nhvvax.com. Make summer safer. Protect your family from COVID-19. Anyone over nine months old can get vaxxed. No appointment necessary. Visit nhvvax.com. That's nhvvax.com for everything you need to know. Living in strange times, I'll find my strength. Even when down, I'll stand
Never been 
staring at distant shores I've been waiting, wanting more for the whole night And it ain't right I've been saying what's on my mind Trying to explain what can't be defined And for so long It's been so strong Suddenly it's clear Now that I can hear I know you're waiting for your love song But no, we're going in with These love notes <laughs> Okay, we're celebrating the 60th anniversary Of the independence of Jamaica and that was uh, Monte Alexander, who we like. And uh, and so, yeah, that's music this morning. Th- thanks for letting me know, Harry. <laughs> Welcome back. If you just tuned in, you've got me, Babs Rawls-Ivy. This is Love, Babs, Love Talk. This is the second hour of uh, mischief, mischief and Mayhem on this beautiful fall morning. <laughs> uh, Harry, I'm paying attention to what's happening in Florida. That weather, man. Well, yeah, I mean, when are you, when are you leaving Saturday? <laughs> I'm leaving Saturday. Um, hopefully, it doesn't are. look like it doesn't look like it's gonna turn to Myrtle Beach, but you know that have you know you you can't predict you know where it's gonna turn, whether it's gonna go west or it's west now, right? Of uh, on the west side of Florida. Um, who knows? who knows maybe i'm going maybe i'm not right now myrtle beach weather just says it's gonna rain saturday okay but that could change pay attention yeah just just pay attention that's it's uh it's pretty scary i see that that i mean yesterday there weren't mandatory evacuations in tampa bay but I think this morning it started being mandatory some for some spot spots. So um yeah. it's who it's who's gonna heed that warning, right? Um, because people just stick around and wait to be saved. Well, you saw the guy said on the news, he was like, listen, let me tell you something right now. <laughs> we're not coming to get you. We're not gonna put our people in danger because. He's like, we're not telling you to leave the state. We're just telling you to get to inland or higher ground. Yeah. But if you don't do that and you want to ride it out, just know we're not coming. <laughs> and that, I think that's real, Harry, because I, you can only tell people what you tell them. And if they don't, I mean, you well, know. The, I thing, the thing is, is that, yeah, they will come and get you after two days or something like that. Well, yeah, but. But not in they, the time They would have crisis. to tell me twice. I would just pack up my house and go inland. Like I would just make my reservations or go wherever I got to go. And that's it. Like, I just wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be trying to ride it out. That's just not, I, you know, it's one thing so, if it's a tropical storm, Harry, but this is serious. Like they haven't seen a storm like this in a hundred years. So <laughs> that's, that's, that's pretty much my, yeah, that's I my mean, cue. <laughs> Yeah, that hundred year, you know, when it happens every once in a hundred years, you know. You're like, all right, that, that's my cue. But they've had five, five 100 year storms. So, you know. 
the the thing about this is that it looks like it's gonna smash right into the island. I mean, so it's different. I mean, you never know. Like I said, these storms sometimes they turn. Yeah, that's why you gotta pay attention. You gotta you just gotta stay focused and pay attention. And and all the people that are coming in, like the airlines, like people are flying here, right? They're coming here. And now they got to all get back after the fact. You know, it's going to be a little challenging. So. So, but, you know, we will um, we will hold thoughts and prayers for the folks in Florida. I've got friends and family in Florida and uh, we're going to hold them in our prayers and pray that this storm passes them in a way that uh, does not, so that we do not have loss of life and we do not, you know, all the things. So this is the season. Oh, this is the season. And I hope these storms are not the precursor to what snow will look like. Although I'm gonna start stocking my cabinets with um, vegan cocoa. <laughs> I'm gonna start start stacking my 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 cabinets with all the vegan things. So so if I am caught out there, that I I uh I know what's happening. You know what I mean? Like, like, okay, all good, all good, all good. So anyway, that's, that's, that's the world from where I sit. And uh, I hope if y'all have family and friends in, uh, in uh, Florida that they're well and that, uh, you are in communication with them because this just seems um, tough. And, uh, I don't want to be, I, I wouldn't want to be on the receiving end of this level of destruction. So just FYI, FYI. Um, the, yeah, that's Harry on the phone talking to somebody. <laughs> that's the, that's the joys of um, of uh, live, I guess live face live social media, you know, just weird. <laughs> just, sorry, just sorry weird. about that. I had to take that call. No, that's fine, Harry. Listen, take what you got. Do what you got to do. You know, do what you got to do. One of those uh, technical emergencies from La Voz. So. Oh yeah. Good for them. The good for them that they could reach you and they could see you. Like, let's see if Harry's on. All right, let me go call. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> so they they could go. Oh, wait a minute, he's on. He's. <laughs> I see him on with Babs. It's like um. What was it yesterday? I told someone that I still have COVID that I couldn't go in, and they said, "Yeah, but I saw you with Babs." <laughs> I know all all accusatory, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, but I'm but home. I, I, I'm home. I'm not. I'm not actually with Babs. Do you yeah, I'm not saying I'm dying of COVID. I'm just saying I, <laughs> I'm still testing positive. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Harry, we live in a world of crazy. <laughs> I mean, hopefully tonight I test negative. If I test negative, I will be in the office tomorrow. Okay. 
Okay. But I'm at, the, I'm at the mercy of a test. Okay. All right. So anybody who needs me face to face, I'll be there tomorrow. Well, hopefully I'll be there tomorrow. What's about Wednesday? Tomorrow's Wednesday. And, and you know, I only have this week before my vacation. Saturday. I mean, I got a test negative. This is this is not an option. <laughs> you know, positive is not an option. That so. I don't know, pray for me or something. Uh, <laughs> Harry, yeah. you always in my prayers. Um, Angel should pray for me, even though he's athe an atheist. Even atheists know the words of prayer. Yeah, you know, send me blessings, whatever. <laughs> whatever it is you do, you people do positive thinking, whatever, anyway. But I'm good. I, look, thank God that it didn't hit me very hard, right? It was more like a, a flu, mm -hmm. which I hadn't had in like 20 years, so I was new anyway. Okay. So as long as you're on the think, mend. You know, I, I, I'm not a doctor, but I'm going to play one on the radio right now. I think is that I had just taken the flu and the pneumonia shot. Because, you know, I had I had my doctor's appointment just a week before. And I think they they weakened my immune system with those shots. There goes my playing a doctor on the radio. Yeah, stop playing a doctor on the radio because that's misinformation. <laughs> and somebody will hear that and start applying that mess to their own life. Tomorrow these, it'll you know, be all over the internet. This is what like, happens. <laughs> but, but, you know, I did take those shots. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think it weakened your immune system. I just think, I, I don't think it, <laughs> it didn't weaken your immune system. You have to understand it's a, it's a virus and viruses are contagious. So, but you know. they may have helped me too, right? Those shots. So they, they may have helped you from having it be worse. Right. <laughs> Your ass not being intubated in the hospital. <laughs> right? Especially, you know, I was hesitant with the pneumonia shot. Because I'm like. No, you're a man of a certain age now, right, Harry. Right. It's like, they were like, well, you're, you're in your 50s. You're supposed to take this. And I'm like, because I'm in my 50s? Yes. You know, and I was hesitant, but, you know, the doctor kind of. Yeah, because you don't want to get pneumonia because you won't survive it. <laughs> right, so. I mean that's just <laughs> so yeah the doctor convinced me in that manner yes <laughs> so like you so. got a lot of you got a lot of comorbidities bruh take the shot <laughs> yeah so there you go <laughs> I'm not I'm not a doctor either Harry, but damn <laughs> but, I'm gonna play one right now on the radio take right right I mean shot. So you could take either my <laughs> assessment or Bab's assessment. <laughs> I say it weakened me, Bab says it, it saved me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guess who's sitting here right now? I know. <laughs> there you go. I got all the vaccines, boosters, yes. flu shot, pneumonia shot, and I'm here. Thank God you live in a country, Harry, where this stuff is free. That's true. You're not someplace where 
you're not going to get it. <laughs> you got worried about old school things killing you. Like, you know, all these old things. It's like, come yeah. on. Yeah, I was reading an article where people in other countries fear dying because of uh, tooth infection and stuff. Like yes. That. And I'm like, oh, my God. Jeez. Oh, I would just, I mean... I would just you can't, go to the you can't imagine. You can't yeah, imagine I just, it. I know. It's like I would go to the dentist, I'll get it pulled or whatever. Whatever's cheapest. <laughs> but <laughs> I would whatever get the insurance covers. I'm doing it. <laughs> right. But whatever it is, I'll do it because you know it's I mean this is so why spoiled. this is why it's we true. put so much effort into dentistry into children because things enter your mouth that way. You know, we've seen cases, Harry, where kids that don't have proper dental care, they get um, um, brain disease, cancer in the brain, all these things because their teeth have not been taken care of and then they die. I mean, there was a couple of cases like that. And that's why we, we work so passionately about making sure that kids, even bringing dentists to schools so that their kids could get their teeth checked. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy that you could die from a, toothache i mean yeah yeah an infection you know. in your tooth you yeah know. listen when after i had my my both my hips i went to the dentist and they were like oh no you gotta wait six months before you come see us after this surgery because infection gets in your body i was like <laughs> okay i thought i had enough time they were like nope you got a few more months <laughs> yeah i mean even with um like covid they don't want to see you like um, Karen and I had had um, dentist appointments for when we come back from vacation, um, but they asked us, "Have you had COVID recently?" And we're like, "Yeah, we're actually pretty much at the Karen's just finished, and I'm at the end of it." And they're like, "Yeah, can you? We'll reschedule you for December." <laughs> Don't you okay. bring no germs up in here. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, whatever. You know, I, I don't want to be the cause of anything. So, yeah, let's go with that. No, I get it. You know, that's, that's the reason that, you know, because I was reading the CDC guidelines and it's like, I could just walk around right now. But I'm not going to do that until I get a negative. Yeah. Um, so I'm not going to take the chance of spreading it to anyone yeah you know but <laughs> but everything everything is good i mean except for the every once in a while the little <laughs> puff i'm good i'm good and and the weather is wonderful babs this this nice crisp air in the morning is just like <laughs> amazing <laughs> now I, i'll i'll be having you know regrets <laughs> of summer going so quickly if, if it doesn't come back because the last few years summer comes back with a vengeance you know yeah like so, sometime in october right yeah. it'll be like 90 degrees everybody has taken their air conditioners out their windows yeah. screaming ah! yeah i mean i did that i i shut down the acs last week and then humidity hit and i was just like uh-uh i can't i'm not gonna be able to sleep like this the camera's like just open the windows are open it'll be cool at night i'm like 
I'm sweating. AC AC's back on. So they were all they're all out. Well, I just shut them off two days ago again. So okay. Let's hope. <laughs> what do you say? AC's all back on. That's right. And she's like, uh, do you pay the electric bill here? <laughs> what you say because that's her bill that's one of her bills so i'm like uh kind of <laughs> in, in abstentia i'm adjacent to the yeah to the bill. I mean, kind of. everything that's mine is yours and what's yours is mine so yeah <laughs> kind of thing if you can't make the bill guess we gotta pay it <laughs> exactly that is too funny. Listen, well, I I, I like this weather. I I I, I I'm, I'm starting to put my summer clothes away, pulling out light fall things because you know it's time. You know, I you know last I, night. I'm one of those people who could be in shorts all year, but yeah, what does that I mean? Because I you know I wear compression leggings all the time yeah just like i'm wearing pants all the time for me okay so what so whether i'm using shorts or pants it's, it doesn't matter um <laughs> it, it really doesn't matter i, I don't There's feel compression like... leggings i haven't seen those where did you yeah. get compression leggings from <laughs> well i get them from amazon of course <laughs> of course but um Stop using the amazon, board. You know, jeff, jeff basil's rocket just blew up what do you mean? Luckily, it wasn't. There wasn't. It wasn't manned. Um, one of his rockets just blew up. Um, running a test run in space or something like that. Oh, see, that would make me not want to be one of them people going up. <laughs> that would. That would do it. Babs, but that's like one in a million, and it just happened. I. I don't, care. Harry. I don't. <laughs> so you got a million more tries before it happens again. <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> no so the compression leggings are wonderful especially for me at that i i saw i've got compression socks and i wear them when i fly yeah well i wear them all the time because of what do you call that the that you can't feel your legs on, on yeah neuropathy or something like uh -huh. that um so i have that um and having the compression leggings makes my legs feel a little better um still can't feel the outside of my legs but i also dv dvt runs in my family um deep vein thrombosis or whatever oh, okay so, so um you know my family suffers from blood clots so um i never have but i i you know my compression stuff actually helps with that too right so oh, i see them on i see them on uh amazon I'm not buying from Amazon though, Harry. I just can't do it. <laughs> well, they just they they deliver so quickly. <laughs> I know if I order right now, they're around the corner. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, right now in Connecticut, we do have the one-day shipping every once in a while. So if they have it in the warehouse here, they'll deliver it the same day. Oh God, I don't, I, I don't like that level of quickness. It freaks me out. It just know. it just freaks me out, Harry. Like I like things to take two or three days. <laughs> so, 
and, and I I actually purchased the membership to the Walmart club, right? So, because they're finally taking the chance and delivering to Waterbury. <laughs> so I so with the Walmart one, which is $99, I think, for the year. Um, what do you uh, get? Free shipping? What is free that? Sh- free two-day shipping, um, free delivery of groceries to your house. Oh, for 100 bucks a year? 100 bucks a year. So so that's not bad. And, and they include um, Paramount Plus as part of your package. So Really? You know, Harry, I, I think I think they sold us a hustle when they said cut your cable and all and then all oh, these definitely. streamings. Now everybody has their own streaming. And if you want to buy in, you gotta buy, you know what I mean? You gotta buy all these individual. Yeah. I need one I need one package of street. See, now we're back to packages. No, now we see, gotta yeah. go back to packages. Yeah, cable packages. You're right. Now here's the thing, right? So you remember. Hulu was the one-stop spot where you would get all your TV shows and everything. Yes. But now all of the subscription services, so like Paramount is a CBS company, so they're taking their shows away from Hulu. Hulu and putting yeah. them on their own little thing. And putting them on their own, right, Paramount Plus. Um, Peacock is doing the same thing. NBC. Yeah, so, <laughs> so we're stuck... Now we still have Hulu, but now we got to get Peacock and stuff like that. Unless you have a a full cable package, Ugh. it's it's a hard. It, they, it, they, it was bait and switch. Yeah. Right. So it's too good and, to be true. And this is the kind you remember when Blumenthal was um the attorney general here in Connecticut. This is the kind of stuff he would go after. Right, and he will make all these companies pay. I, I forget what who who do we have as um the attorney general here, William Tong. Tong, he he. This is what he. This is the kind of thing he should jump into. I know he gets in on on other states. Um. I tell, I tell you what I like about what President Biden is trying to make these airlines do is to be transparent with these fees, Harry. I had no idea these fees were so outrageous. Maps, you get now these are horrible um airlines, um spirit and um what's the other cheap one? Um oh, it's a whole bunch of them. Right, a whole so, bunch of them. But what they do is they they um offer you a $39 airfare. And you think to yourself, oh my God, it's affordable. I could go to this place. I could go to that place. What? I can't believe it. Yeah, but they charge you for every single thing. You want to pick your seat? $50. Yeah, you, you need a bag? Another $50. A second bag? $150. So it's like, I remember when we were flying back from Florida, we drove to Florida. It was for a funeral. And when we were, Karen said, I, I can't drive back with you. I just can't. This, she's like, this is the last time I'm driving any long distances. Please, let's fly back. And I'm like, babe, you're that stressed. She's like, 
I'm so the anxiety was off the left, the you know boards this time driving, and I'm like, okay, so we're gonna fly back, and we I said to myself, man, for a hundred dollars, we're both gonna get to Connecticut. Baz, it ended up costing us three hundred dollars. Oh! And it's like because they charge you for everything. Now we we were able to get thirty nine dollars seats, but they were separate, intentionally separate, <laughs> so that you could go. Oh no no no, we both got to fly together. Oh, that's fifty dollars a seat. Yeah, you know it's insane, and they should they should not be able to advertise thirty nine thirty nine dollar seats if it's gonna cost you an arm and a leg. And they get to the airport here, and they're like, oh, you want to check. And they, and they want to charge you for everything. Like, there's yes. no free carry-on. Well, <laughs> there's a free carry-on, but there's a... <laughs> it, I tell you, it's a game. There's a box next to the ticket. Oh, yeah, you got to fit your luggage in. And you got to fit your carry-on in that box. If you carry well, I know it does because I have luggage that does that. Yeah, so. well, mine's the fit in the box. So it's like, wait a minute. But I, I always carry this bag onto the plane not this time yeah you know so it, it, it's a freaking game my my niece said well Theo, it's just you have to just carry everything in one small backpack and i'm like <laughs> i'm not 27 years old that is gonna carry a bathing a pair, suit a pair of pants and a t-shirt <laughs> He's like, I, have, I wear three T-shirts alone. <laughs> I know. And, and I have my laptop, my this, my that. I have so many things that I take with me that I, I can't. I'm going to end up having to. I mean, this time, my my laptop and everything is going in my carry-on. I'm going to squeeze everything into that. I, <laughs> I've been, right now, I've been. No, just put all your clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> actually i might fit in the seat now so here's, here's my problem with this harry all the luggage is going on the plane it doesn't make the plane lighter whether the luggage is over me or in the carriage and the under the plane it's all on the same plane so why are you hassling me <laughs> it's all yeah, going but... same place it's all on the same plane it's not lighter or heavier it's all going in the same place. So why are you? Because it's a hustle. It is a hustle, Baz, because the last few times I paid at the counter. And while we're waiting for the plane, the, you know, whoever the ticket attendant there that lets you on the plane has come out and said, um, because of restrictions to carry-on storage anybody who wants to put their bags on you know at the bottom of the plane under the plane give us your bags now and we'll take your bags so they charge when you're coming in and then anybody who waited got to do it for free yeah yes yeah you know so it's like whoa wait a minute so there's no way now you can't get, you can't get it back can't yeah get you can't back. get it back so now I'm just going to wait. And if they tell me it doesn't fit, you know, I'll wait for that last call so that people aren't arguing, 
where they're going to put their carry-ons. They say, oh, we'll put some of them under the plane. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but, it, oh, my God. It's, it is. It's a bait and switch that should not. $39 and you end up paying $200 for the ticket? Because let me tell you something. When I went to Paris, uh, when I got to, when I was leaving New York, at the, when I got to the airport, I had to, um, they said my bag was overweight. Going, 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 Harry. So they charged me an extra $75. So I was like, all right, I'm going to pay it. First, I was like, I was like, maybe I should just take stuff off and put stuff on. And then I was like, fuck it. I mean, oops, sorry. Oops, sorry. <laughs> I was like, oh, ladies for it. So, so I paid the $75. Harry, I come back. No, no mention of that. No, nothing. And I have more stuff because I bought stuff. Nothing, Harry. I they took I took my little luggage on, put it overhead, nothing, no extra fees, nothing. I was like, wait, um, and I have more stuff. It's crazy. It's crazy. First off, if your bag fits, there's just no way, you know, you're oh, you're seven pounds over. Oh, is this gonna cause something on the flight? I mean, is the plane gonna lean because of these seven pounds? I mean, then I understand, but give me a break. You, well, you're just charging thing. me. You're just charging me, Harry, because whether I put it in the overhead right. or it's you still... check it, it's still on the plane. Yep. <laughs> Seven pounds over, it's still on the plane. It makes so no what sense at all. What are you doing? Yes. It makes no sense at all, and they do need to fix this, especially since we continuously bail out these airlines. Airlines. Okay. And they made like they made like three billion dollars on excess luggage fees. Yes. Yes. And that's like, after we build them up. How is that possible? You remember it was it's the same thing that Bank of America did <laughs> where they made billions of dollars oh, yes. on late fees. Yes. Right. And I remember I was in so many, I I ended up taking because it was when my daughter was in college and I had opened her up a Bank of America thing. And they kept hitting her with overdraw charges yes. when it was connected to my account. So there's just no way and everything. So, I mean, I lost my mind one day at their office, you know, and they took away the charges, but I also took away my account. Yeah. No, they were really... And this they is what they it. were doing, Harry. This is, and they, 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 this, I think this should be criminal. So, so they knew they would pay attention to everybody's bank accounts. They know when stuff is going to hit them. So they would let, they would let the small things go through and the big things they would hold until you got to the place where you, they knew you were going to deposit money, but they were like, no, we just going to take it right now. And then they put you in overdraft mode. Yeah. And then, you know what I mean? Like they would deliver, it was like Jaws. Like they yeah. were just circling the waters to see like what you're going to do, you know? Of course. So they saw my deposit would go in midnight. Yep. Yes. And they, and they would hit the fee, 11.55. Yes. Knowing that my money is on. It's right it's there. It's right automatic, there. Right. It's an automatic transfer. So you know it's going in. Yes. So yeah, it was a game. It was a game. And everybody's doing it. Credit union. My credit union was doing the same thing. I had to go in there and like, listen, stop this. 
Yeah. I said, because you are taking fees that makes news. And then they would like charge me overdraft fees for the overdrafts. I was like, what? I know. How many times can you hit me with an overdraft fee? It, it's only one fee. And by, the way, <laughs> and by the way, how much money have you made on the interest of my money being in your bank? Yeah. Right. So how much money have you made off of me? Wow. You how know, so you, I mean, it's just insane. It's it insane. The, but, the, the banking but it, is organized crime. Yeah. But it's something that it takes, you know, all of the state attorneys to get together and do these class action suits against them because they stopped doing it as bad as they were doing it. That's still overdraft stuff. Yeah. But, and no, I know. You know, but but before they were killing, especially the the people on the bottom rung who were waiting to pay their rent and stuff like that. And, and all of a sudden you're short on your rent because there's an overdraft that they yeah. automatically took out. Yep. They don't waste no time taking it, Harry. Even yep. if there's no money, they do it. Yeah. So, so I mean, but 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 that's exactly what's happening with all with the airlines and Biden is right to call for transparency, but I want beyond transparency. I want them to actually make them go in front of Congress and explain why all of a sudden they're charging for all of these um, baggage fees when we've bailed them out. Because the reason they said they started all these fees was because they were struggling, but we, we like I said, we continuously bail them out and they still charge the people who bail them out extra fees. It's insane. It is absolutely insane. But anyway, let me see. I, I think I have a few stories here that I pulled up. <laughs> so this is an interesting story. And it's a New York Times story, Bab. So before you say, because you go, wait, where you get these stories from? Because they... Karen, they just be too crazy. <laughs> okay, well, listen to this one. Three chimpanzees kidnapped oh. for ransom from a Congo sanctuary. So, wait, I mean, the chimpanzees? Somebody kidnapped the chimpanzees. Yes, somebody kidnapped the chimpanzees <laughs> for ransom. Now, I don't know if there's a shortage of monkeys, but I ain't paying for a monkey. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell the guy, you know how much it takes to take care of those chimpanzees? You'll be sending them back pretty soon. <laughs> you know? Oh, so they kidnapped the chimpanzees trying to get some money for them so the people so the people take them back for money. Yeah, for the Congo, right? It's a Congo sanctuary where they take care of the chimpanzees. They All kidnapped right. them and they're like, if you want your monkeys back. No, no, we don't. Thank you. No, thank you very and much. And you know what I would say? Lose my number. <laughs> lose, lose my number. That's I mean, what they, I would say. They are cute chimpanzees, though. They're ba like baby chimpanzees. Yeah, they can be cute. There's a lot of cute things in the world, Harry. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, we're we're overpopulated in this sanctuary anyway. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, listen, you just did us a favor. Thank you, player. <laughs> <laughs> now, now you got yourself three monkeys. <laughs> That's right. I'd be like, by the way, those are the monkeypox monkeys. So yes. if you want to return them, if you want to return them, 
just put them on the steps we get them but we're not giving you no money for them <laughs> that just means however long you have them that's days we don't gotta feed them <laughs> what you gonna do what you gonna feed them <laughs> that's right so i just hope no harm comes to them because people are stupid so i know we gotta go but listen to this story there's the bird flu was found in a dolphin in florida and a porpoise in Sweden. What is happening? The bird flu. This is what I'm saying. It's like, do dolphins eat birds? No. <laughs> I. This world is. <laughs> how do how do they connect? What's the connection? It's just. What's the intersection? <laughs> well, you know unless I mean? like, unless a seagull had the flu. And went and took a ride on a dolphin, right? Just chilling. The dolphin is. Dolphins don't eat meat, do they? No, but you know the seagull could probably poop on them. I don't. I have no idea how this works. <laughs> I have no idea, but they don't offer no explanation how they got it. The version of the virus, which has spread widely among North American and European birds has affected an unusually broad array of species. But these findings represent the first two documented cases of cetaceans, a group of marine mammals that include dolphins and porpoises and whales. Mm. So, so- You know what, the, the world's coming to an end. <laughs> <laughs> but, but there is, you know, the European birds have are infected with the flu. The birds. Let me tell you what's gonna happen. If Putin doesn't like annihilate the world with nuclear weapons and China doesn't virus us to death. <laughs> but this is this is kind of scary. I mean, it's scary because these are marine mammals, but these are cases of the bird flu going to mammals. So yeah, wow. And guess who's next on that evolutionary tale? Humans! So these are scary things. Things that you just, that are brand new for, for us in, in the science world. It's just, things are crossing over. And I say, you know, it's, it's part of evolution. Who knows what is happening right now, you know, with uh, everything that's happening. You, talk, you talked about the the rocket that they shot up and hit that um, asteroid. Now they had an, a, a following probe that's going to have video of the yeah of the hit, and they hope to see a redirection of that asteroid. But my worry is with all the UFOs that have been spotted, and now the government telling us, yeah, the UFOs, yeah, oh yeah, we don't know what they are, and we're shooting stuff into space. Are we crazy? You, we don't want these. I think that's events. called "I declare war." <laughs> right. Like, so why are, they shooting? why are those humans shooting at us? <laughs> I know. Just imagine there was a an alien just hanging around that asteroid, like, and they why were are they they, shooting at us. Did they just shoot at me? <laughs> did they just shoot at me? Oh no, they didn't. <laughs> no, they didn't. The next thing you know. <laughs> Terror, terror. Oh, God. All right, we got to get out of here. We're back tomorrow, though. We can continue this tomorrow. I got a guest at 1015, Jeanette Sykes, and uh, and all the and the folks from New Hallville talking about 
um, the app foundation and where they are with things. So, all right. Um, we have um, just in time conversations coming next with Justin Farmer. They're going to be talking about Puerto Rico and the hurricane that hit. Okay, good. So, there's, there's a couple, I think, Puerto Rican activists or something coming on with them. So, okay, good. Stay tuned right. for that. Stay tuned All for right. that. So, Thank you for listening to Love Bass Love Talk on WNHHLP 103.5 FM, your home for community radio. Mm-hmm.